Aloha, and welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of the week's writers and thinkers. I'm Leslie Turnbull. I'd like to offer some help this holiday season to anyone who has recently lost a loved one. Because there's no getting around it. The holidays can be brutal when you're mourning. I know. I've been there. You see, my mother was born on December 25th. She was also a devout Christian, so Christmas in our house was a big deal. For our family, that day rocked every single year. We had the tree, the stockings and the presents in the morning, the awe-inspiring music in church at noon, and mom's birthday party at night. Boom! A perfect day, always engineered by mom herself. Until the year she died. My mother accepted nature's call to the inevitable end in the fall of 2001. In life, mom had been a force of nature, and the rest of us were floored by grief when she left us. The rest of the family was all there at Christmas that year, but not really. Our hearts and minds were otherwise occupied. And that's okay. Grief is a part of life. But loss can be particularly hard during the holidays when everyone else seems to be so full of happiness. Here's the good news. There are ways to deal with grief in a positive way, even during this emotionally fraught time. To better understand the holiday grieving process, I talked to a cognitive behavioral psychologist. Here are four suggestions she gave me for how to mourn a loss during this season of joy and love. First, accept that grief is normal. We all experience loss. It's perfectly normal to experience situational depression when you've lost a loved one, even though everyone around you is joyous and merry and in a holiday mood. Trust that you too will feel better once you have processed your grief. In other words, We're supposed to be sad when we lose a loved one. Don't fight it. It will get better. But in the meantime, there are more practical steps you can take to help you through the holidays. Second, go out and do something. Anything. Accept an invitation. Answer an email, a letter, or a text. When you're sad, It's tempting to decline all invitations and curl up in your flannel jammies for the entire holiday season, but don't. Forging personal connections are critical to well-being at all times, but especially during periods of grief. To do that, make micro-commitments to yourself and follow through. Just going to one event, one dinner, one coffee can make a big difference. Another option, perhaps outside your usual realm, is volunteering. After all, it's hard to be miserable when you're helping someone else. The third suggestion for tackling healing during the holidays is to start small. Break down your grief into bite-sized parts. Was your dad a big football fan? Ask one of his friends to attend a game with you in his honor. Did your sister love to bake? How about inviting her kids to come over and make some cookies? Together, you can deliver these to a local shelter. If you've endured the tragedy of losing a child, think about what made her life impactful and then act on that even if the action is difficult and small. Attend a school function, a soccer game, 
give her skis, his collection of Lego minifigs, a favorite bracelet, to a friend who will use and cherish them. The fact that your loved one is gone does not negate the life he or she lived. Use the holidays as a reason to honor that life. Finally, the fourth and perhaps the most important piece of advice is this. Seek professional help if you need it. We Americans live in a culture that doesn't deal very well with death. Many people don't even understand the grieving process. There will be plenty of folks in your life who just won't know what to say or how to offer to comfort you. A good therapist is trained to do just that. In the years since my mother's death, our extended family has grown and established new holiday traditions. They're not all religious. Some of us have converted to other faiths, and some now identify as atheists. But we all celebrate this time of year with a very special regard for the woman who helped us become the people we are, even as we raise the next generation of our family. That does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. For more from this series or our 7-Minute Explainers and This Week I Learned series, check out theweek.com slash podcasts. And as a thank you for listening to this episode, The Week would like to offer you four risk-free issues of the magazine. To get started, go to theweek.com slash four free. I'm Leslie Turnbull, and thank you so much for listening. Listening.